Don't embarrass the person. Okay, so we're out. You have your hands on my tits. I'm not okay with that. I'm not allowed to remove your hands from my boobs. That's very aggressive. That's my point. What if it's no, something no, like no. that's aggressive? Okay. <laughs> Dude, you're going from one end to the other of the spectrum. your drink it's like empty mm, was that a mojito yeah and welcome back to give it Wait, to me were we recording yeah i want to throw you off start over <laughs> no mm -mm. start over i'm John. on my second whiskey sour because Wait, I you have took to, too long i have to pee do you really yeah so pause are you being serious yeah no i feel like i mean if we're gonna be sitting here and talking like let me you can't hold it for like 30 minutes. We're going to be here longer than 30 minutes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. What? I'm just saying like it's a whole production. Why? Oh no, I just spilled it. <laughs> here, here, here's a napkin. Here's a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsies. Just all the noise. It's the ambiance. It's a good ambiance. It's not that. You're you're messing up the routine. All right, I'm ready. I'm literally like Al, are you ready to start? You know what? Yeah, like, I'm ready to start. Then you're like, I got to pee. Oh, wait, you have a drink? I don't have a drink. Like, well, don't tell me you're ready if well, you're then, not ready. Well, like, prepare for me. You should have filled my drink. Prepare for you? I thought you had one. No, I didn't. Okay, anyways. <laughs> oh, man. Any On a scale of one to ten. How annoyed am I? <laughs> Fifteen. Well, that's uh, that's us. pretty yep. usual. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> All right, let's just get into it. Al, what's your low? My low is that being at my parents' house, it reminds me more than ever that I'm still allergic to dogs because I can't breathe when I'm here. Alex, like you want to talk about somebody living on the edge? <laughs> this chick has the inhaler and you could see like the amount of like clicks you have left on your inhaler. She's at like zero, zero, two clicks left. And I'm like, because she can't breathe. I mean, night. I should just take like a Zyrtec or a Claritin every day, but I I don't. I mean, is taking your inhaler bad for you? I know people that take inhalers like every day. I don't. I don't know. Um, but I never. I never need an inhaler unless I'm at my parents' house because there's just there's, three different dogs. But yeah. like, it stresses me out because I know you can't breathe. I can hear you like wheezing at night if you don't take your inhaler. So she's like, ah, I got like one puff left. I'll I'll go to urgent care or something and take care of it later. I'm like, what? <laughs> Like I, can, like, I need, like, if I had 20 clicks left, I would be in a panic. Like, I need to go get this done now. I just know, like, as long as there's a window open and I can, can get fresh air, my lungs will be okay. But it, we were at my friend's house and she has four dogs. And, like, if I'm not used to their pet dander, it affects my lungs. I don't know why. I guess that's just, like, what an allergy does. Um, <laughs> so it closes off my airways. But, like, thankfully, we were outside enough. Just, like, hear what you're saying. It closes off my airways. Yeah. I don't that's know. Stressful. That's stressful. I thought that, like, you grow out. out of allergies, though. Like... Living with Kobe, not you. I'm not allergic to Kobe. Is you it because are, I'm just... I mean, you do at the house. You do have allergies at our house. They're not as bad as they are here. True. Like Kobe licks me and I break out in a rash. But like, I, I don't... I, I could still breathe at home. I love that you got an animal knowing farewell that... Farewell? <laughs> knowing... What's the word? <laughs> knowing well? Knowing... No, is it... Fa it's not farewell. Knowing farewell. Like damn well? Knowing damn well <laughs> <laughs> you're allergic <laughs> he's just too cute and like okay, I love there's all a dogs. little part of me also that's being a little selfish the other reason why i wanted you to get the inhaler is because you're keeping me up Cause, cause like i'm just hearing 
at night. I'm like, shut like the fuck that up. This does not sound like that. It's I'm like going to go sleep on the couch. That's what it sounds Actually, like. Actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. You do what you do. <laughs> no, I don't like that, John. Please stop. Never do that again. Well, my low is that it's summertime, like you said, but we don't go outside at all. Yeah. We're in Long Island. It's beautiful weather here. We're literally the surrounded by water. Summer weather. And we're in the basement like 24-7. I think that's just being an adult, though. Like everyone who works a normal job, it's nice out during the day. And then you don't get to enjoy the weather. But people that do nine to fives are like, perfect. It's the weekend and it fucking rains all weekend. Oh, or it's the weekend, but like we still have to work on the weekends. That's when well, we That's when we actually like have to go physically leave the house to go work. We just film and then edit every day of the week. But oh, whatever. So my high is that because now it's summer. It's volleyball season. Oh, you took my high. No, you did take my high. That was gonna be my you high. Didn't tell me what your high was. That's just my high. I'm so. saying subconsciously you took my high. Okay. Well, that's my high. It's because Every summer, we are on a volleyball league on Long Island. If you guys aren't familiar with Long Island, it branches off of the state of New York. It's still part of New York, but obviously it's an island. We're surrounded by beaches and water, and it's just so beautiful. Uh, So we make a point every summer to join this volleyball league. We join it with my cousin and my sister. My brother did one year, but he is not part of it this year. Uh, And we all just get together one day during the week and play three hours of volleyball. Alex plays for fun. I play to win. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. here to win. You make it less fun because you get so I can't help I fuck I can't help it. I, I'm like the cheerleader of the team. I'm also like the score counter. But when you do that, you like psyching me out. I meant to tell you that. Like I'm, I'm ready to serve. Bring us home, John. Bring us home. She's like yelling at me. Like, bring it home. Bring it home, John. And I'm, <laughs> it just like psychs me out of serving the ball. <laughs> well, I can't serve. I'm good at everything but serving. Alex is decent at everything. Oh, are you kidding me? But, but you are getting better. I'm like the best front line. Like, okay, you did. You, I have you did block one. I was actually one. I well, blocked a lot. No, like off the, like somebody going to spike it. You I know. Jumped up and blocked. It. I have a lot of those. Uh, I have ups, John. John, don't be jealous because I could get more than four inches off the ground. Okay. Okay. You're just jealous. Listen, I'm here to be your cheerleader too. Are you? Because We're a team. We're a team. I feel like I'm the only cheerleader. I'm just. I say go, John, and I never hear go, Queen. <laughs> no, it's more like what the fuck was that? <laughs> Alex serves the ball and shanks it like hard left and three quarts away. <laughs> ball, 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 ball. But what's fun though about that court is there's like, or what's fun about the league is there's like hundreds of nets so it's just you're surrounded by people playing uh, i'm not going to promote this league though just because of like what we went through yesterday true apparently Such like we weren't fuck. on yeah we weren't on the sign-up sheet so they wouldn't give us a ball then we had to go to some like random court but anyways the place is cool there's live music there so it's like it's a good thing for us to get out of the house yeah and it's do. fun all right cool so that was both our highs Oh, you have nothing else to say, I guess. Were, well, I mean, yeah. we literally are in the basement twenty four seven, and then we go play volleyball. <laughs> that's our only high, both of us. Once a week, so I'm like, yeah, that's my high. <laughs> I enjoy that. True. All right, so John, tell our listeners what we're talking about today. We are going to talk about PDA. What does that mean? Are you a fan of it? All right. Well, define what PDA is. If, in Public case... display of annoyance. Okay. Affection. I'm sorry. Affection. So public display of affection. I personally am not a huge fan of PDA, 
But John, I feel like you're a little bit different. You're not like huge into it, but you definitely want to feel like you are loved in public. Well, mine is an appropriate amount. It's not like an inappropriate amount. But if I don't give it to you enough, you say, Relax. love no, me. No, no, no. Relax. Relax. No, it's not you like that give at all. me some sugar. I never said that. <laughs> you said it yesterday. I said, hey. Up at the volleyball net. I said, give me you a said- kiss. <laughs> Okay, and it's like, so give me some sugar. That's literally that's, like the same thing. No, it's not. That's like a pedophile. Well, John, you have the mustache. I mean, that's like a that's like a creepy fits, van owner. If the shoe fits, John, you and your mustache. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying a little bit's okay. Right. Don't go right. over the top. So have you ever been in a relationship, though, where your PDA levels have been so on the opposite sides of the spectrum, like where you've been with someone who is super overly PDA? Honestly, I, I think several of them that I've been in have been where like the females more prone to the PDA than me. Besides the physical PDA, I would say I've been in a relationship where someone was over the top with like internet PDA. Like, oh, like they're blasting posting. like photos or like videos of us on online or so like p- social pda as opposed to i wonder if that's like is that called a thing because personal or public display of affection how's that not public because you're, no it is you're it making is. it's going more to the masses it's like than anything social display of affection but i guess it's yeah the same thing. i wonder if there's a term for that yeah yeah anyway so it's kind of like eh, i feel like it's very forced it's like a forced here's john looking over the bridge and here's John coming out of the ocean. So I think like we could all think of certain couples or people who always have, who are overly PDA, but I think it is okay to be overly PDA or have like a high sense of public display of affection, whatever, um, depending on where the source is coming from. Like what, like where, like, why are you, is it coming from a place of insecurity or is it because you actually feel comfortable and you love this person? So like, for instance, I can think of it like today, you and I at the gym, we like made a joke outside of the gym and like you pulled me in and kissed me. And like, if I was someone who was unhappy, like walking out of the gym and I saw me and you do that, I'd be like, ew, gross. Like lock it up. Don't no reason to be like making out in the parking lot in public. Not that we were making out, but I think everyone has a different threshold of like, what is too much PDA? Yeah. A peck on the lips or on the cheek or a hug is not, if you're fucking making out like in front of people, like, aggressively i think that's a little far but that's my threshold mm-hmm. other people are like oh that's totally cool like whatever right well again i think it depends on like where it's coming from if it's coming from a place of insecurity like you need to be all over your significant other to kind of claim ownership over them but if you're just comfortable with someone and you guys are being playful that's a completely different story so what would you i, I don't know I, I don't know if i agree with that because you're saying it's okay to be like just a constant makeout session like in a public setting whether you're insecure or you're not like you're saying like whatever that's cool like i personally am like relax well i think it's like people who are over the top with their pda i feel like have something to prove like when i think of someone who is overly pda or whatever they're like in high school like they're in the honeymoon stage and they're like constantly holding hands and sitting on the same side of the booth and you know i just think of like high school kids and when i see adults doing that and they're just constantly into one another like overly not just how you were saying like a peck on the cheek or holding hands like they're like grossly 
attached. They're compensating for something. Yeah. I'm like, you, like, right. It's coming from a place of like, you have something to prove or like, I don't know. And they're hoping an ex sees them or someone takes a video. Like, I don't know. It just, there's no reason to. I feel like more more times than not, they are trying to show to the public like they're good. Like right. They are like in this awesome relationship and then, but they probably have problems. Well, the same thing goes back to what you said about posting on social media. Usually, I, I don't remember who said this or where it came from, but they were like, you could always tell when celebrities are about to like announce their divorce because like the month before they're posting heavily about the other person and how much they love them or you know, just hyping the other person and their relationship up. And then like, hey, Rod lo and behold, yeah, split. Yep, exactly. J-Lo, Ben Affleck yeah. together. But like you see that with couples too. Like I've had friends who have gotten in fights with their significant other. And then as soon as they make up, they have like a post like love this person. They're they're my person forever. I'm like, you literally were just talking shit about him last week. I feel like we're going to have to just put a little disclaimer out there. That's not necessarily everyone. Maybe you just are so PDA because that's the type of person you, actually you are. Love your significant other. Like, right? I, like, I don't want anyone to just f- jump down our throats about it. But good point. I personally, and I, I, you and I are actually agreeing on something. Like, I do think when people are doing it, that it's because they're masking something mm-hmm. or they're compensating for something else. So let's just say, for you know, argument's sake, that like you're in a relationship and you feel like things are going really well, and then your partner is overly PDA, but it's not comfortable for you. How do you communicate to them communication that it is not comfortable for you or like this, that where are you in the relationship? Are you in the beginning? Are you in the middle? Are you in the end? Are you comfortable with each other? Are you comfortable communicating with each other? I mean, I would say you would probably know someone's PDA level in the beginning. Like usually that's when you learn the signs of someone and like their love language, if they're holding your hand or, you know, if you're having a problem with it, it's almost too late though, because in the beginning, like you said, like the honeymoon stage and there's all this PDA and like, you're cool with it because you're excited, whatever. And then like you start going on and like one person is still being more aggressive with the PDA than the other. I could see where the problem is of you trying to bring it up because you're like, well, I guess I was cool with it in the beginning. And now she's gonna be like, right. oh, well, what's wrong? Yeah. Or what's, yeah. Or he's like, what's wrong? So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you have that conversation or even in the beginning, even if like you are out, this is someone new who you're dating and they're all over you. You're bringing them out to a bar with your friends and they're all over you. And you're like, dude, no. Are you in this? Are you committed to this? Like, this PDA is bothering me. This but, is the only reason. This but is the like, only man, thing. I'm going to try to stay with this chick or this guy. I mean, obviously you have to address it though. So, my question is how that's tough I don't, i'm saying like literally me personally like you and i just start dating like literally we're just fresh dating and like you're over the top pda but like i'm still okay with it because i want to continue this relationship and i don't want to say anything because i don't want to ruin anything that's tough i think that there's a way to do it non-verbally you know and hopefully that person can pick up on those non-verbal cues <laughs> like, no, no. Move, <laughs> move stiff arm no. you just hides in that person in the face <laughs> <laughs> no. like you just completely walk away from them but i think by like you know if they're holding you a little bit close like, like a little uh, bit too nay, close nay. no like still hold their hand but like maybe create a little bit of space in between you while remaining some form of contact like you, with, you gotta, did you just roll your yeah, shoulder like yeah, you just like yeah like i'm like you mm, just like kind of mm, shouldering me off yeah kind of i don't know i just feel like i've never actually had that conversation first off first off you don't do it in that moment like that's not the time 
to have that discussion or like that physical denial. I would wait. Like you're just I would just roll with it right there. And then when you guys are alone, then you're like, hey, listen, let's just have a combo about this. I wouldn't show him like that. No, I'm not saying to like physically push them off, but I'm saying there's a way to maneuver your body to just like why, change but, your. But why do that? Why would that be your first thing if it's already bothering you? Why are you like, oh, you know, no, it's a good time right now in front of yeah, everyone because, to, to, to shoulder him off. But I'm saying to make it not super noticeable. But like if you're making out with me, like you can would move be, out of that. Oh my God. I'd be so pissed if. I had no like knowledge that it bothered you until we were in a group setting and that's when you gave me a cold shoulder. I'm saying if this is hap like if this is like the first time and you're like uncomfortable with the current PDA that's happening in that moment, you're not gonna say get off of me. But you also don't okay, have to Okay, I didn't know it was the very first time. I'm yeah, even if it's not the first time and like you just don't want to be in that situation. No, that's wrong. You can no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You could physically move out of a situation if you're uncomfortable with it. All right, time out. If it's the first time and it makes you uncomfortable, a hundred percent. Wait, if it's been several times, then no, you don't cold shoulder him in front of people or cold shoulder her in front of people. You should have that conversation beforehand. Don't embarrass the person. Okay, so we're out. You have your hands on my tits. I'm not okay with that. I'm not allowed to remove your hands from my boobs. That's very aggressive. That's my point. What if it's no, something no, like no. that's aggressive? Okay. Dude, you're going from one end to the other of the spectrum. I'm saying you're talking to your friends. I come up and I stick my fingers in between your fingers and I'm doing that finger lock hand thing and I'm like nuzzling my head against your shoulder. I don't know why it has to be me. That's so <laughs> awkward. It's just, That's such an awkward situation. Mm, miss you. Two, I would never, I never fucking do that. But I just would like to say, hypothetically, I I'm did that. I'm just envisioning you like a cat, like nuzzling up. <laughs> I miss you. Oh my God. Anyways, nuzzling my head on your shoulder in front of your friends while you're just trying to have a regular conversation and we've <laughs> never had a convo before and this is like happened multiple times and then you body check me this out of the is way exactly what i would do i would pat you on the head <laughs> like a cat and i'd be like hey like i'm just gonna finish up this conversation here's a catnip you throw <laughs> yeah. it on the ground next to you here's ten dollars help yourself to a cocktail <laughs> oh my god head to the bar i'll meet you there <laughs> i don't like that I'm the weird one in this situation. <laughs> so let's do it from the flip side then. Obviously, we we don't know how to we don't know how to fix this from the other scenario. So let's say you're in a relationship and your partner is zero PDA, like is not comfortable with even giving you a peck or hugging or hand holding. Like they are completely non PDA, but you do want to feel a little bit loved in public because like everyone wants to feel claimed or like you know that they are comfortable with their partner so how would you communicate that if you felt like you weren't getting enough love from your partner well like the last situation i would have the conversation <laughs> with them in private before we got to a public event i just i like our wedding <laughs> what do you mean no, no like in general <laughs> <laughs> what? not our wedding I mean, like in general, did like something happened at our wedding. No, like it was a joke. John, I, wow, you did not get the joke. I was saying like they should have the conversation about PDA before their own wedding, so like they're gonna kiss. Oh, because how we... did that go over your head? <laughs> Anyways, having the conversation in private, yes, and be like, yeah, listen, like, have you ever? I know we love each other. Give me some sugar, <laughs> John. 
John, no, we've never had a conversation about that though. Like, have you ever had to talk to someone about PDA? Like you are just such an open book where I know like when we're out in public and I'd you, never had and to you have... need love, you tell me and you go, give me love. <laughs> like you tell me that. That's very blunt. Yeah. Yes. I haven't <laughs> had the conversation about PDA, but I've had the conversation about love. Yeah. But to you, it's the same thing. You're like, you haven't loved me today. And that's no, me. no. I mean, like if a girl was like, I love you. I was like, la, la, love, love, love. Oh, that's a completely different topic. I'm talking about like... Kind of. The love word versus just like public display of affection. Different. They're both... This is men. Displays, men are... They're both displays of affection. Oh no, no. How are they not? They, they mean different things because Words you can, of affirmation you, is... You, words you, of affirmation. Yo, stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> you could be in a relationship with someone and not love them, but still be physically affectionate towards them. It sounds like a love language that we've talked about. Physical touch is a love language, but it doesn't. It's not tied to necessarily love. Like it's just. I'm not. I'm, it doesn't I'm mean just you saying love the person. It's a sign of affection. Yeah. Oh God, I already like <laughs> forgot what we were arguing about. I literally already forgot what we we're arguing. You're about. basically saying that like saying you love someone and holding their hand is <laughs> the same no thing. i'm just saying it's they're both signs of affection okay, okay. That's, that's all i was okay, saying but i'm i'm saying that, that this episode is not on we've, the topic of, ta of only, saying the l word we've only had two drinks i swear <laughs> to god so if i feel like i'm not getting enough physical attention and this is again not talking about behind closed doors this is about like being around other people if i feel like i'm not getting enough physical attention around other people with you, I'm going to talk to you about it. And I'm going to say, hey, like, is there a reason why you don't feel comfortable holding my hand in front of your friends? Yeah, that's great. I love that. And I love the fact that you're going to do it in private, right? Oh, like have that conversation with you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. What do you mean? You guess. I just think address things as they come up. Uh, okay. Uh, I also like to make people feel awkward. So if you were avoiding holding my hand, I'd be like, you don't want to hold my hand, John? <laughs> you Because you do that to me. I know. I'm not saying I don't. <laughs> anyways, find the problem, figure out the solution. <laughs> Honestly, anyways, it's really just, like we said, communication. If it's something that's continuously bothering you, like have the conversation in private, open up to each other. Right. And and communicate how you feel physically loved by your partner in public. Again, I'm not talking about behind closed doors. I'm talking about like when you're in front of family, when you're in front of friends, because your level of what you're comfortable with might not match up with your partner. Set and, boundaries. And Set that's the boundaries. okay. Yeah. But I don't think... stick your finger in my butt in front of people. <laughs> right. Or like conversations that you don't want to have in front of people. Like in past relationships, because I'm an open book, like I have no problem talking about my sex life. And that wasn't okay with past partners. They were like, I don't like talking about that. And like, I had to learn like, oh, maybe that's normal for people to not talk about sex in front of a group of friends. <laughs> I don't think you have to be very detailed about it, but having an open conversation about it is healthy. I mean, if this is your person, like you say, or like, I want to know everything about you, you know? Right. Again, I think though, this is talking about like what you're comfortable doing in front of people and like the conversations or like the physical touch that you're okay with around groups of friends or family. So yeah, just make sure that you guys are on the same page about it. And if like you're not, you have to find a middle ground and say like, okay, well, if you aren't comfortable with kissing me goodbye in front of your parents, like, can you kiss me on the cheek? Can you give me a hug? You know, like figure it out so that you still feel 
your sense of love or affection. And so does your partner. I think that's nice. Like you really explaining to your partner, like what you need, what makes you feel good and also like reciprocating what they need as well. Right. Because I feel like if I was with you and you were never comfortable holding my hand or pulling me in and making me feel loved and connected to you in front of your family or friends, I would feel more disconnected from you than ever. Like if you were sitting on the opposite side of the room or not really paying me any mind, you know, I just think that those are some things that can make someone feel distant from you. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I really got from that is that you were telling everyone we hold hands, which absolutely not. We do not <laughs> hold hands at all. Like we, if we try, it's maybe three and a half seconds before our hands heat yeah, up and melt. It's true. I don't, we don't hold hands. We're not very PDA. No, but the little that we do though goes a long way. We PDA from afar. Like if I see John we're from like across humping. the room, we're yeah. air humping. Yeah, exactly. Like, like yesterday, you were like <laughs> getting like ready to stick her tongue out <laughs> on thrusting. It's just, yeah. We do some weird shit. We and you do, know what? I love that though. We're socially distanced PDA people. <laughs> We took COVID to heart. We say <laughs> it's we're, over six feet apart from each other. I mean, enough room for Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. So I think that's all there is to say on that. Shall we jump into our segment? Would you rather? <laughs> just so everyone knows, we just did five takes just to do that one sentence. For some reason, we couldn't get it together. We all said different words. We all, me, you, and Kobe. <laughs> just the three of us. And only two of us could speak English. So anyways... Let's get into it. I will go first. Okay, this is from one of our listeners who didn't say yes or no to giving me consent to say their name. So I'm going to say the question. Are you ready, Alex? Ready. Would you rather have the perfect man that checks every one of your boxes, literally perfect, but he has a tiny penis and he's horrible in bed or have a crappy guy that is amazing in bed? Mm. That's a good question. It's tough because each aspects of that person is 50% of a relationship. Like sex is such a huge part of a relationship, but obviously so is the personality and every other part. I guess I would like to ask in actuality, have you been in these types of relationships before? Like people you've dated, like one where they maybe sucked, but they were good in bed or like the opposite of that. I guess I would have to go with the one who's good in bed because it's currently the relationship I'm in right now. <laughs> okay. Just because I don't check your six foot box, dick. Okay. No. Um, I... No, you already said it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm joking though. I would have to go with the latter because when you get like old old like do you really like care to have sex when you're like 60 like i'd rather or like 80 yeah literally i had patients that were like slamming it out men and women in their 80s yeah i mean i hope that for myself but i just didn't know that that if they were healthy enough oh all right well i'm down for that but i would uh probably just you know do it myself at that point I would agree with you. Not because, not because of your reasoning, but the reason I agree with you is because there's so many other traits and things you need in a relationship mm -hmm. besides like good sex. Right. So how much of that take up during your day smashing? What right. about the rest of the time? But it's true. Like thinking of what's actually important and like what is going to last long term, I just think uh, as much as I love a good D, I gotta I gotta pick with like a good personality and every other trait. So even though she picked the opposite. I mean, that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> moving on. Okay. This is a really good one. 
Did she, did this person personally send it to you? Yeah, I had a couple send me personal ones Guys, about time, baby. This is rude. I really feel um Nobody feels like, bad for you. Like this is my section. It's my section. This is my day. <laughs> Okay, sorry, John. Quick story. Whenever we go out, it's really just when we go out. Whenever with we go out, like the one time every once no, a year that I get you a, a say night. it. John gets a diva mode. He goes, "This is my night. This is my night." And I dance my pants off, and I have a good time. Don't you, don't even you, don't okay. please don't even go there. Moving on. Anyway, send me would you rather's, please. Okay, this question was sent to John, but I'm gonna ask it. Would you rather? Have a consistently happy marriage, but die in 10 years or have an up and down marriage for the next 30 years. Somebody sent me that. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you didn't read it. I didn't read that. All right. So I have an awesome marriage for 10 years and I die or, or I have an up and down marriage for 30 years. Yeah. Do I die after 30 years? So do I know that I die either way? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Maybe, maybe after the 30 years you can get a divorce. I don't know. Yeah. No, I say you die after 30 years. So it's basically 10 years of happiness or 30 years of You don't get to just decide what that question is. Well, that's so basically it's what it was. No, no, no. Does it say that? No, no, no. Does it say I died? No, that was it. It just said, would you rather have a happy marriage? I think marriage I would have to take the 30 years because, hear me out, the fact that I know that I die in 10 years will stress me out and I'll ruin that marriage. Like knowing that I'm going <sighs> to die, I'm just going to be stressed and paranoid. So like the way that I'm looking at it as like if you choose a person, like it'd be like me marrying an ex and being like, okay, it could be like in this semi-okay relationship, but it's going to be like mostly shit for 30 years. Or would I rather be with you, John, for the next 10 and then just die after? I would definitely- You want to die at 40? I'm just saying like, would you rather have 10 years would of Would you rather happiness? die at 40? We're all going to die, so... Die later in but life. But like 30 years of like m mediocreness versus 10 years of greatness. First off, your marriage might be mediocre. Your life may be kick-ass. So you don't get along or you're separated for like a couple months. Well, you're in your Ferrari in your house no, in Fort Lauderdale. In both relationships, you die after the time. You die after 10 years and then you die after 30. Well, good thing that this isn't your question because that's not what he said. <laughs> Because that would be a tough she, question. She, you don't even know who wrote in. I don't. She. I don't. Well, I didn't want to look at the questions if you needed one. Okay. So you could still see who sent them. But my my <clears throat> thing is, you're wrong. You should choose ten years of short happy bliss with me. I have too much anxiety for that. I'd I'd just be miserable, stressed out the whole time, knowing that I'm going to die in ten years. All right. Again, this is your would you rather. I'm not going to try know, to. I know. What do you like? <laughs> you're just wrong. That's just you're just wrong. But okay. Moving on to our segment, Give It To Me Straight, where we answer all, all of your burning, burning questions. questions. If you guys have any questions that you want to ask us, you could email us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. Everything is anonymous, and we give you the best advice that we can. But uh, I mean, unless you want to shout out. But we don't really know what we're talking about, so take it with, with a, grain a grain of salt. salt. <laughs> all right, so question number one. Do you believe in closure after a breakup? Does the one doing the breakup owe the other person an explanation? If it's over little things, not being happy, controlling, etc. So me personally, like if you're doing the breaking up, I, yeah, I think you have to give a reasoning unless it's like fresh. Are you guys like officially dating? If you're only like hanging out for a couple of weeks or whatever, like not, I don't think you have to do anything. But like if you are dating someone seriously and you're just like, 
were breaking up like and families, they say why yeah like families have been involved you've been dating for years maybe you live with one another maybe you don't live with each other but like i do think if you're invested with one another that the other person does deserve to know why do you, but like i think they don't you say that in your breakup like most people aren't just like it's over i think there's something to be said about not being so detailed with it though like you don't have to be so detailed where it's gonna like even be be crushing to that person. You right. can literally just be like, honestly, I just like, I'm not into it anymore. When I've broken up with people, I've always done the sandwich where you give a compliment and then you hit them with the hard stuff and then another compliment. So you would say something along the lines where of like- Where did you hear that? Where did you hear that business model? Someone who helped me with breakups. They were like, oh, you got to hit them with the sandwich. And I was like, what? So compliment, then like the meaty, like hard stuff to hear. And then another compliment. So you would say something along the lines of like, it, like I love, like we had such a great relationship. I appreciate this X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. But unfortunately, like I'm feeling this type of way, whether that be my needs are not being met. I feel like I want to do my own thing or move to another state, whatever, like the hard thing is going to be for them to hear. So I just don't think that we should continue our relationship, but I do think that you're an amazing person. I wish you nothing but the best. Like leave it on a good note. Breakups are never clean cut from the start. You know, like you never break up with someone and then it's like you never speak to them again unless like maybe the other person cheated. Uh, and I think the older you get, the I don't know, like the easier it gets for you to you're already scarred, you know, the amount of times you've been broken up with or you're doing the breaking it's up. It's easier to separate yourself. Look, you saying all the stuff you just said pretty much comes down to basically you could just tell that person, I'm just not really that into it anymore. And the reason I say that is because all those little things are starting are like actually bothering you now to where well like do you feel okay so like for an example i break up with you and i say like john it's not working blah 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 i don't really give you an answer do you feel like you need closure like do you yeah, want to know yes, why like do, do you want to know the specifics of like it is because you snore your mustache is creepy like do you want to know all those First things off, you want me to have this mustache <laughs> I'm saying, let's just say like i didn't like it you know what i mean like do you want to know all those little things okay so is this biased to me to say like yeah you owe me an explanation because we're fucking married and we've been together so long and we have so much stuff intertwined together compared to within the first couple of months we were dating. Like, I don't think you owe me an explanation. If we've only been dating a couple of months, that's just me personally though. So everyone's different. Like if we were just dating, we didn't live together, nothing like that. And you're like, oh, listen, I'm just kind of like over this. Ugh. I think I would understand it. But like now I'd be like, oh, right. Listen here, it's woman. Tough. Yeah, I hate to I hate to be the person to say like it depends, but it really does depend. It depends on why are you breaking up and like how far are you in your relationship? How invested were you? But I think again, when you're breaking up with someone, you're not just saying it's over. Like I'm sure you've given some form of explanation to them, but like I don't I don't really think that like closure is a real thing. I guess a, a good rule of thumb is though, if you do break up with them, is it a clean cut? Like, do you have anything intertwined? If you don't have any, if you don't have a dog together, if you don't have any bills together, if you don't live together, any children together. And it's like, if you could break up with that person and there's, that's it, like you don't have anything else to do with them, then no, you don't really owe them anything. But if you are entangled in some way, yeah, there needs to be an explanation. Even if you don't have anything with them, like emotionally, do you owe them 
an explanation or like some form of closure. I don't know. I, I just, I'm, again, I just think closure is bullshit. If they're coming to you and they're saying, I need closure, I want to meet with you again, it's likely because they're trying to get back together. Because whenever I've been broken up with and I want closure, it's because I'm trying to like figure out, you know, what, how do what, I better yeah, myself? Yeah. Like, what can I do to like make you love me still and keep this going? It's like, no, that's not, it's not going to work. So, Whenever, even when I have friends and they're like, I'm just going to go over to chat with him. I'm like, well, then you're fucking getting back together. Like closure isn't a thing. Yeah. If you're doing it in person, 99% of the time you're getting back together. Yeah. So no, if, if you are completely sure that you don't want to be with this person, no, you don't owe them closure. You, if you've said what you had to say, I don't think you owe anyone anything. Question number two, keep him or kick him. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost four years. We did break up for six months when he wasn't giving me what I wanted in a relationship, but he quickly changed and gave me everything. And we have been together since he has not yet said, I love you. And I have, he thinks it's a big deal, rightfully so, and doesn't want to say it until he knows for sure. I never saw this as a big deal, but now I'm wondering if it is and why. You've been together for almost four years and he still hasn't said, I love you. First off, I love that she's supporting the keep him or kick him section. Love it. But two, I think, yeah, after four years, even after a year, you should know if you love somebody or not. Like that's a, that's like a commitment issue. Well, because even after breaking up with someone for six months, like, because you said that you were separated for about six months, like, you could still love someone even though you're not together with them. Though I want to give the guy some props though. Like she said, he's changed his ways and he's like doing better. Like there has been progression in the relationship. So let's talk about that for a second. Well, true, because I think that a lot of times the verbal part is hard for people, even though like their actions, because I'm sure he loves you. Like there's no way he's with you for four years if he doesn't love you. If you broke up with him, I guarantee you he would be like, I fucking love you, bitch. But I just think that sometimes it's hard for people to say what they're actually feeling like one of my girlfriends it took her almost a year to tell her boyfriend that she loved him and I was like you I know that you love him just tell him but it's there's got to be some sort of way to break the ice with that with with that saying because you're right like it, it does make people uncomfortable to say that but like to be vulnerable to that like that's the last because I think we build up the word love yeah to where like on this pedestal of once I say that I can't take it back I can't go back from that but he's just like in denial then like you know what I mean like for I that word in, I don't know maybe he's in denial maybe he's not in denial maybe he's just scared to say it and to really open like, himself up do you want to be with but, someone but who I'm can't... not defending him bro if you're listening it's <sighs> been four years fucking shit or get off the pot homie. right I'm saying like do you want to be with someone who can't give you that verbal affirmation that you need like it like if you are already giving me the action that you love me like just fucking tell me if you need to hear it like it would piss me off if we were together like what are you gonna do is he gonna not tell you until your fucking wedding yeah you need to you need to get in his ass a little bit about that i think yeah but i still remember there's progression there's progression in this relationship he has become a better person from that break and it seems like they're doing well besides that word. So like, cool. So you're on like a hundred year length tra- trajectory to get to, <laughs> I well, love you. I'm just saying, if you love this person, have the conversation with them, but like that shouldn't be the end all just because he's not saying the word. Correct. I mean, I don't think kick him yet, <laughs> but I think have the conversation, <laughs> but, communicate. But TikTok, bro. I'm trying <laughs> yeah, to help TikTok, you out. TikTok, exactly. Only. Yeah. Uh, that's not something that I would sleep on though, because that's, it's already been a long well, there's time. There's nothing to sleep on. You know exactly what you need to do. 
Yeah. Well, also tr- true. Like, is are you guys having future conversations? Because you're not having future conversations with someone that you don't love. So, like, what's so hard? Say the word. I tried helping as much as I can, buddy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to, what to go from there. Well, best of luck. I kind of want up updates for anyone who we've given any yeah, advice to. Yeah, that'd actually be cool that yeah. we talk about that. Yeah. Give like, us your updates. Do we ruin any. something in right? your life? Oh, Let gosh. us know. Yeah. Your fucking advice <laughs> just crippled me. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot financially I or emotionally recover. recover. <laughs> I lost all my money in Dogecoin because of you guys. <laughs> But I think that is all we have for today, guys. If you have not rated our podcast, please give us a five-star rating. We would really appreciate it. Also, thank you guys so much for sending me your Would You Rathers. Again, if you want me to give you a shout-out, make sure you give me the verbal okay. True. I guess it's not verbal. Written okay. (laughs) Yes. And if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, you could find us at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. If you want to go to our website, we are at Give It To Me Straight Podcast.com. And you can email us at hello at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. And we will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>